Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Hey guys, I hope everything is good and that you're having an amazing day. Today my day was okay. Yesterday I actually went through and I got the shot for the coronavirus. I got the um, vaccine. And I'm just going to be honest, so my weekend was very nerve-wracking for me because I hate needles. I hate needles. And if I could avoid needles, I would definitely do that. So I kept putting it off and putting it off. I was like, I'm just going to wait to see what happens with everybody else. And I'm just going to put it off. So I finally got to a point um, Friday where I was just like, you know what? I am just going to do it. So I went on the website and I found the area in my county that actually did the um, COVID-19 vaccines. And I signed up. And I was like, you know, it's gonna, you're going to be months out. So, you know, whenever an appointment comes up, I'll take it. And it just so happened that they had an appointment for yesterday. And so I took it and I was freaking out all weekend because I hate needles. Um, I was afraid of side effects. And you know how it is when you read the internet. I read tons of news. I, I'm always looking on the internet for information. And based on what they had, some of the information was kind of scary about side effects and all the bad things that can happen. But then I decided to do a little poll for myself on Facebook. So I just asked my Facebook friends, I was like, listen, this is for the people who already had the vaccine. I was like, what were your side effects? And so people were giving me their side effects. And I was like, they're still alive. And the side effects didn't seem like anything more than any other side effect would be. So I was like, okay. And so yesterday, my daughter and I, we went down there. I was terrified because, you know, the needle looked so long and so big. But anyway, I told the nurse I was scared. She's like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. And I got the shot. And let me just say, it wasn't as scary as I thought. It didn't even hurt like I thought it was going to hurt. It was just like a small, it, wasn't, it didn't even feel like a bee sting. It was just like a small pinch. It was done. And so because of that, I was super excited that it was done. And I was very happy about that. So I got that done. I was very excited about that. And I didn't really have any major side effects. I did have a little soreness in my arm. Maybe for maybe an hour I felt a little bit of chills. But it was nothing that I thought it was going to be. So if you are thinking about getting the vaccine, I can tell you right now, just go ahead and do it. It's not as bad as you might think it is. And for those of you who are undecided, I still say do your research. Go to... Um, the CDC, read what they have to say about it, and make sure that when you do your research, you're looking at people who are actual journalists or scientists who actually know what they're talking about. Because there are so many things out there that can scare you, so many news stories about the same individual several times on a news feed. So make sure that when you do your research, you are informed so you can make that decision. And for the people who are not interested in getting the COVID-19 vaccine, that's okay. I'm not telling you to do it. I think everyone should do what is good for their families. I would always advise it because I think that getting a vaccine to help you not get the virus and also not transmit it to other people that you love can do a lot to help us quickly get to herd um, immunity. But I don't think it's something that I should make anyone feel bad about doing or not doing. So all I can tell you all is to get in, be informed, do your research, 
know exactly what the pros and cons are so that you can make a decision that's best for you and your family. This week on the podcast, we are going to be talking about something I've talked about before, and it's about toxic people and toxic relationships. Now, last year, we were all stuck inside our homes during quarantine, and we've been like that for a year, but I find myself going out more, talking more, you know, spending more time with people. Of course, I always have my mask on, and when I do go out, I have my mask, I do my social distancing, but we are all kind of got used to the new normal, so we are in contact with people more, whether it's on Zoom whether it is on Facebook, Skype, whatever it is, or even phone calls, like whatever it is, we have found a way to communicate, stay connected. And with doing that, we've had some good things that have come out of it, where we got a chance to keep in contact with family and friends. But there's also some bad things that came out of that. We got a chance to see some people for who they really are, and we realize how toxic they are. Or the people who were toxic, we didn't have a chance to really leave those people behind because of all of the ways we have to connect and we kind of brought those same toxic people along with us. And so what we're going to do today is revisit an older episode talking about toxic people. Toxic people are people that can drain the life out of you. But I'm not going to go into more detail. We can listen to the episode today and we can learn more about toxic people and what you can do to get those people out of your lives. The thing about toxic people is that they they don't always have to be boyfriend and girlfriends, they can be people at work, they can even be your own family members. And of course you can always, which is a good thing based on, you know, what you can and cannot deal with, you can always just cut them off. Or like I like to say, love people from a distance. Or you can create boundaries. But whatever you decide to do, I always say do what's best for you and for your mental health. Because you don't want to have a toxic person drain the life out of you. So here is the episode about toxic people and what you can do to keep these people out of your lives. Now today on the podcast, I would love to talk about how to let go of toxic relationships in our lives. Now, let me just start by saying, I'm not telling you to go and get rid of your husband or wife because you feel that they are toxic. I will talk about how to deal with them in another episode of the podcast, however. But in this episode of the podcast, I kind of want to talk to my listeners who are in the dating phase of their relationship. And even though this episode is not necessarily geared toward people who are married, I do believe that what we talk about can actually benefit you. So if you are a married person listening to this podcast and you believe that your spouse is toxic, please stick around. Don't turn off this don't turn off the show, you know, stick around. And hopefully what we talk about, I do believe that what we'll talk about will be helpful to you as well. Now, I don't know about you, but in my personal life, I have had a hard time spotting, recognizing, and identifying toxic people in my life. I think it's because toxic people never appear toxic in the beginning stages of a relationship, which makes a lot of sense because, I mean, if we could see that they were a toxic person, then we would never, ever, ever, ever develop a relationship with them. Most of the toxic people that I've encountered in my life, they start off as being like nice people, caring people, you know, like the people who are ready to help and give advice. They seem to be interested in me and have my best interests at heart. And it wasn't until I really got to know them that I realized how toxic they were to me. 
Toxic people use manipulation and control to get you to do what they want you to do. And when you won't comply with their demands, then they throw a tantrum and try to make you look bad or feel bad for telling them no. Toxic people can be anyone. They can be your friends, an acquaintance, family member, boyfriend, girlfriend, child, or even a spouse. It doesn't matter. Anybody can be a toxic person. I don't believe that all toxic people were born toxic. I do believe that through a series of life circumstances that these individuals learn toxic behavior as a means of either coping with a trauma or to cover up an insecurity. Whatever the circumstances were that led to this type of behavior, toxic behavior should not be overlooked or tolerated. Toxic people are not all toxic all at the same time or all the time. And therefore, a toxic person is so hard to initially spot or recognize. The crazy thing about a toxic person is that people themselves are not toxic. The, pe the person is not a toxic person. It's their behavior that they are displaying at that time that is toxic. Like everything in life, we all have the capability and capacity to be a toxic person in our relationship. Toxic people have the capacity to be loving, caring, considerate, and helpful people. But they can also be controlling, they can be manipulative, verbally abusive, they can be mean, uncaring. Here are just some behavioral signs of a toxic person. They blame people, they're passive-aggressive, criticize, manipulate, negative, emotional blackmail, or give you guilt trips, not accepting responsibility for their actions, and the list can literally go on and on and on. However, these are just a few of these behavioral signs of a toxic person. I found it interesting that a lot of the behavioral signs listed for a toxic person are behaviors or tactics that we have all experienced or used in our relationships. Let me just be the first to say, some of these things I have used. Now, while our behaviors may not have been as extreme or consistent as someone who may be a toxic person, just the fact that we have used these behaviors in our relationships make us a toxic person or made us a toxic person for at least a period of time. And just like it's hard to recognize a toxic person at the beginning of a relationship, it is so much harder to recognize when we are being toxic to someone else. So... Now that we have recognized the problem, the question is, what do we do about it? Well, here are some suggestions of what you can do if you are in a toxic relationship or if you realize that you're being toxic to your own relationship. First, understand the role you are playing in the relationship dynamic. Now, whether you're dealing with a toxic person or if you are the toxic person, it's important to understand the role you're playing in the relationship and why you are playing that role. Like for example, maybe you have a fear of abandonment or being alone, and that's why you control to stay, why you continue to stay in a toxic relationship. Or if you are the toxic person in the relationship, you could have had the same fear of abandonment and the same fear of being alone. And that's why you try to control and manipulate your partner. Regardless of what the issue is, it's important to, for you to understand how you are contributing to this codependent relationship and then seek professional help to take steps to change this dynamic. Second, set healthy boundaries. Now, once you've identified the role that you are playing and why you are playing this role, the next step is to set healthy boundaries. Now, setting healthy boundaries for a person who is a toxic person and setting healthy boundaries for a person who is in a toxic relationship 
are two different things and they're going to be different. An example of setting boundaries for a person in a toxic relationship would be refusing to engage in a conversation until the person has calmed down and can talk in a respectful manner. Now, on the other hand, if you are the toxic person in a relationship, then setting boundaries for yourself would be to recognize that your behavior is toxic and then remove yourself from the situation, not because of them, but because of you, until you can calm down and you are able and ready to talk respectfully. Setting boundaries is not limited to other people. You can also set boundaries for yourself, and I do recommend setting boundaries for yourself so you don't overstep your own boundaries. I do want to point out that setting boundaries will not be easy, but it's something that must be done to begin to correct this type of behavior. Third, practice mindfulness and self-care. This step is the same whether you are the person in a toxic relationship or if you are the toxic person in a relationship. Changes, chances are that you begin, that as you begin to distance yourself from the toxic relationship or if you begin to let go of some of your toxic behavior, you're going to experience some stress and anxiety, which is perfectly normal. But it's important that during this time to focus on the behaviors or situations that are triggering you to feel stress and anxiety. Then talk to a counselor about these triggers or find a way to self-soothe by doing something that relaxes and calms you down. It is hard at first, but you will eventually learn how to take charge of your emotions and not to let them control you or your behavior. Fourth, reconnect with the positive people in your life. Sometimes, you know how it is guys, when we are in a toxic relationship or if we are in a bad place in our lives, which causes us to be toxic, we often distance ourselves from the very people who love us and care about us. Therefore, it's important to reconnect with these individuals while we are working on changing our situation on behavior. These individuals can be a type of support system along with therapy. You notice I'm continuing to say therapy because I do believe there are some things we can do on our own, but then if we really want to get better and really want to change things, I do believe that therapy can help you go through this difficult time in your life. And finally, take care of yourself. Now, whether you were, and I'm saying were because apparently, well, hopefully as you went through these steps and as you go through these steps that you'll recognize your behavior and you'll be working on not being the toxic person. So eventually you're not going to be the toxic person. So whether you were the toxic person in the relationship or if you were the person in the toxic relationship, you were playing these roles because there was something in your life that was letting you think that it was okay for you to act out or be treated in this way. As you begin to change the dynamics of this relationship, self-care is a must. By taking care of yourself and giving yourself time to heal, you will begin to regain your confidence and your self-esteem. By taking care of yourself and making your mental health a priority, you will be able to maintain healthy boundaries and relationships. And finally, determine what is important to you. Sometimes in a toxic relationship, whether you are the toxic person or the person in a toxic relationship, you can lose focus of what is really important to you and what you value. Being toxic or being in a toxic relationship can take its toll on you. Therefore, it's important to reconnect with yourself and determine what you value in yourself and in a relationship. Instead of fixating on a toxic relationship or the flaws in your relationship, if you are the toxic person in a relationship, focus on what you can do to make you shine and how you can be a better, more emotionally stable and stronger version of yourself. 
It is important to remember that while people may behave in a certain way, we don't have to let them tear us down emotionally and that we owe it to ourselves to maintain healthy boundaries. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called Never Break My Heart, and it's about a woman in a toxic relationship who finally realizes her worth. So here's the song, Never Break My Heart. You told me you would never leave, you'd always be there because you love me and cared. But right now, when I need you the most, you're running away. It saddens me that you don't want to stay.
end the podcast, I would like to thank BetterHelp for their continued support of the Music and Therapy podcast. BetterHelp is a counseling online service, and they are there to help you. Their goal is to help people become the best version of themselves that they can be, which is in line with what we want to do here at Music and Therapy. So I'm extremely happy to work with them. Now, BetterHelp is not a do-it-yourself kind of thing. It's not one of those things that you do for self-help. BetterHelp is actually licensed counselors and trained professionals who are there to help you navigate through the most difficult times in your life. Now, we talked about childhood trauma today. And if you've experienced childhood trauma and you don't know where to go, then BetterHelp can definitely help you. BetterHelp has licensed professional therapists and counselors who are knowledgeable and certified in their area of study who can help you navigate through the issues that you are dealing with. For example, here are some of the things I love about BetterHelp. It's not a traditional wait-in-the-office kind of thing. You can meet with them online. So because it's online, people can meet with them in the United States, people can meet with them in Europe, and in Africa. They can help anyone anywhere in the world. Why? Because they are online. They are flexible. You can talk to a counselor within 24 to 48 hours of signing up for services. They will match you with someone who will be able to help you. You can talk to a professional who has a specific expertise that may not be in your area. Why? Because they are online. Another thing that I love about BetterHelp is that they actually help people who don't have the money or resources to get counseling. And that's the thing that I love. So there's like, they're not holding counseling back from you because you may not be able to afford it, especially if you have lost your job because of the pandemic or have financial issues. They have scholarships available. They even have financial aid available so that you can get the help that you need if you are desperately in need for help. BetterHelp is available and BetterHelp is willing to help and serve you. So if you would like to get more information about BetterHelp or sign up for services, what you can do is click the link in the show notes and in the link, that's the link to BetterHelp. And we also have a promo code. And the great thing about the promo code is that if you put in music and vibes, that's our promo code, they will give you 10% off of your first month of service. So if you are in need of BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, go check it out. Click the link in the show notes, put in the promo code, and you will be on your way to begin the process of healing. I would also like to thank you guys so much for listening to me. I enjoy our time. I can't tell you enough how much I enjoy hanging out with you, spending time with you. So thank you guys so much for listening. It's appreciated, and I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Now, on that note, I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's not the same without you. I miss you. I want you in the group. So go ahead and join our Facebook group. And it's easy to do. There's a link in the show notes. Click on the link and join. And I made it easy so that anybody can join. You don't have to wait for approval. You don't have to wait for anything. Just click the link, put join, and you are in. So I hope I see you in the Facebook group soon because that would just be amazing. Join our Facebook group. I also want to encourage you to follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple Music or iTunes, wherever you're listening. Go ahead and follow the podcast. Also, leave me a comment. I would love to hear your thoughts on the show. And then I also want to encourage you to share the podcast with a friend. There are people out there who need to hear some of what we're talking about. And because you are able to listen to it, and if you know someone who needs to hear what we're talking about, go ahead. Share the podcast with a friend. Sharing is caring. By sharing, you are sharing the podcast. You're helping to grow our community. And you're also 
caring enough about your friends and your neighbors to share and let them know, hey, these are just some things that you can try out if you are dealing with these issues. Now, if you guys want to contact me, it's easy to do. I have all that information in the show notes. It says join me on social media. So yeah, click on any one of those links. You can send me a message. You can DM me. Whatever you want to do, you can go ahead and do that. And I promise you, if you send me a message, I will respond to you. I think that's all I have to tell you. If you guys think anything else, send me a message. Let me know. Any questions you want answered, go ahead and let me do that. So have an amazing week. Enjoy your time with family and friends. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Cheated on